Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is uh, show number 78. And this week's guests, we have Ed and Dennis, which are the 2019 Holga Week Pinhole um, category winners. They've come on the show to talk about their shots with us. Bought my first car in over 30 years this week. Well, what kind of car did you buy? Well, I needed one to pull the caravan, so they mm. need to be it need to be heavy enough. I bought a two year old Ford Mondeo. So Mike uh, Gutterman will be pleased. I'm in the Ford Club. <laughs> do you yes. have the model uh, Mondeo in the states? It's a we kind do of a, it's, not have the model it's Mondeo. <laughs> it's a kind of a long hatchback, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to podcast this is uh show number 78 and i guess this is technically the the thanksgiving edition for three of us but not for andrew andrew the pinholing pilgrim over there how you doing andrew yeah i'm doing very well cory thank you uh, i i give th- i give thanks i give thanks every time i wake up in the morning mate i tell you yeah i do too yeah you're gonna have to send us a picture of uh your new your new Ford Focus with a trailer hitch hooked up to your caravan when you get it all set no, up. It's called it's called a Ford <laughs> it's called a Ford Mondeo. Mondeo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Mondeo, and it's uh, it's big enough to pull the caravan. There you go. And it's uh, it's very comfortable. You know, to, it suits my old man status. You're going to need nice. that big giant trunk to put all those cameras in there for whenever you travel, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So how have you but been? So, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. lot. So I've been getting my darkroom up and running again because those of you who uh, listen to the show, the other show I appear on, will know that I've just got my enlarger back, my large format enlarger from Od- Odyssey Devere in Brighton, and they've overhauled it and serviced it. And uh, so I'll put that back up in the darkroom, and I've start and I coated. Get this. I coated my first watercolor paper with liquid emulsion. Cool. So um, and and I've I've had a little test with it, and I, the first lot I didn't brush on thickly enough. It, it needs more coating. Yeah. So I've I've recoated some paper last night, and cool. Maybe a bit later tonight, I'm going to go and uh, print some pinhole stuff onto watercolor paper. Sounds so, fun. Awesome. What about you? Are you shooting much? Yeah, I've been working on the uh, the git swap. Camera. Oh yeah, I'm almost done with shooting uh, over the roll. So, mm-hmm. um, within the next two or three days, hopefully, I'll have it done and packaged up and get it continually moving on its way. Got some yep. stuff developed. Uh, I just have to scan it. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah. avoid scanning. Really, <laughs> I, I'm I'm just getting back to printmaking. Really, and keeping yeah. away from the scanner. Yeah, me too. So, but anyways. Mm-hmm. So this week's guest, we have uh, the um, from the Holga Week, uh, the pinhole division. Andrew and myself were asked to judge it, and we did. And we chose um, Ed Conde and Dennis Stein uh, as winner and runner-up. So we have both those guys here. Ed, how are you? Good. How are you good. guys? Dennis, you there still? Oh yeah, I'm still yeah, here. Okay, cool. So. <laughs> awesome. I'm falling asleep, but it's okay. Yeah, it's early. It's special early. thanks special thanks goes out to Ed because it's like five thirty on the West Coast right now or six thirty on the West Coast right now, so we're pushing mm, it. But 
for people on Anchor is uh, nobody is quite the spread of time zones, so we're doing it, you know. But how are you guys doing? Well, well, good. Um, how was good. the holiday? It was good. Always too quick and always very filling. So you know, it's uh, mm-hmm. it was a success. A lot of naps. <laughs> a lot of naps. Yeah, I only yeah. made one trip this time though. I didn't make two trips and come back out a little, little bit later, so wasn't so bad. Yeah. Yep. So what have you guys um if you guys want to take a second and maybe kinda just let everybody know a little bit about yourself. Ed, if you want to go first, you can. Uh yeah, so um I'm a I'm a photographer out here in the city of Angels in LA. Um been shooting um been shooting since around twenty eleven and then Right around 2014, 2015, I started to uh, venture out to the uh, shooting film and and that kind of stuff. Um, and then it just kind of uh, became a um, a permanent, uh, I guess, uh, medium for me to shoot since around 2016. Um, and my style is just mostly documenting. Um, Los Angeles mostly because that's where I usually just go and walk around and photograph with my with my buddy. Plenty of subject matter out and, there, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can go from the coast to the beach where the you know there's a pier, or there's a bunch of tourists, or go down to Venice Beach where there's a skate park, which is kind of like the main attraction. Right. You know, still tourists there. Um, or you go into downtown where things are changing, um, and just the uh, five five, six years that I've been shooting downtown, um, certain areas has just, you know, it's a, it's a complete gentrification of, you know, uh, what used to be, um, you know, seeing a lot, a lot of homeless and a lot of, uh, buildings that, uh, weren't, you know, needed some repair and that kind of stuff to, uh, new condominiums, new restaurants, and, you know, just kind of bringing the uh, bringing life back to that area, I guess. I watched a um, I watched a documentary a couple of days ago about Venice Beach, and they were saying how L.A. kind of like expanded to the coast, and now it's coming back on itself because they have to like rebuild areas, you know, so areas that weren't yep. once desirable at all are totally being rebuilt exactly. and redone. And yep, yeah, 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 they are. And, you know, of course, there's people who have been there for years, yeah. uh, folks, hardworking folks who have been there for years. And now they're, you know, some of them may be forced to move somewhere else. And, you know, crazy. there's definitely hardship. Sure. But, um, but yeah, so I've been, you know, the, that's kind of the style that I do. And then, on, you know, wherever I go traveling, I always, you know, have about five cameras with me. Uh, <laughs> I take a lot and um, just try to document you know, just try to, try to document life. Yeah. It's pretty much all I do. Seems like all of our guests seem to carry a lot of cameras with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, cool. But it's yeah. um, it, it's fairly new, isn't it, Ed, for you, film photography then? So only in the last five, four, um, five years? Pretty much, yeah. And around 2017 is when I started developing okay. myself. Okay, so, good. Yeah, um, awesome. Yeah. Yep. And you did the and didn't you do layover? 
Yes, okay. yes, layover. So I do have a couple of scenes yeah. out layover, and then uh, a recent one that I did with Half Frame. Right. Um, that is um, that is available. Um, never... And then I'm also I'm also on two podcasts. So nice. yeah, because mm-hmm. you do I, Granny I, Days with Dustin. Dustin, yeah. yeah, Granny Days with Dustin and Mac, and then you like the Ultra Low ISO Club with um, Michael Bartosik and Jason Confinsky. Nice. So there's two more film yeah. podcasts everybody should check out right there. Definitely. Killer. I can't keep up with it all, really. Um, <laughs> I, I like the sound. I know it's hard. I like the sound of the ultra low ISO club. I've never, I, I've ISO never, re- or- I've never really shot any of those real low uh, ISO films. You know, I mean, I've shot paper in in pinhole cameras, mm-hmm. but not, which I guess is much the same yeah. sort of thing. Low, low speed film. Is that stuff that might is because Mi- Michael's a kind of uh, he finds all this stuff, doesn't he, and repackages them yeah. and sells a lot of it on mm-hmm. his Etsy site. Exactly. Exactly, and that's really uh, the the podcast, just an extension of his of his Etsy site, I guess you could say, or or we give people the film gas, and then we just say you can get it here, you can get so, it here, <laughs> uh, because he has, uh, I think I would say close to a thousand feet of the twenty two thirty eight and some of the other odd and ends uh, emulsions that he's carrying. That is a lot of feet of film, thousand feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and everything's all environmentally sealed, and you know he, he's trying to do it so there's not much plastic. Right. Uh, he's, so he's a uh, he's very. Well, what's he What's he rolling them onto then? Wooden cassettes. <laughs> oh no no no! That piece, you know, obviously you can't get around. But uh, but as far as the wrapping, instead of using the plastic containers, okay, yeah, like that, he's, cool. He's found a different way to do it. That's yeah, cool. but you've got to use the plastic containers, and you can make pinhole cameras from them. You see. Yeah. That's true. Yep. <laughs> I've never done that before. You should try it. I'm like totally a, a pinhole newbie. It's all right. Well, so is Andrew. Well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I love the fact that you're shooting uh, uh, instant film as well, which is my favorite, and you're using the LC, LC yes. wide, and uh, you love all mm-hmm. that kind of look. And have you? Do you shoot any of the uh, Pol- uh, Polaroid originals, Ed, or is it? Uh, no, um, I did at one point, but I just ordered a uh, a B and H was having a sale on that on the okay. first I type camera, the I one or whatever they called it. Yeah. Did you did you impossible. did you receive that? A few folks have got that, haven't they? From B and H, someone said something about having trouble getting the film to spit out or something. I you know what I'm a, I'm away from the house uh, for Thanksgiving, so um, but it is at my house, so I got to see once I get there today uh, later on. This afternoon, I'll uh, I'll see if it works or not. There's, I did uh, get a pack of film with it. There, there's yeah. a, a new prototype camera uh, being tested at the moment. Mm-hmm. I was with somebody last weekend in London who uh, uh, who had the new prototype. It's uh, it's an un unmarked, unlabeled up uh, Polaroid camera, and he's got it in his grubby hands and testing it. Cool. It's still a lump mm-hmm. of plastic, you know. It's not anything like an SX70, yeah. but. And I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. quite sure where it's going to be pitched price-wise, or how it compares to the two that are out now, two or three that are out now. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. they keep they're keeping on developing cameras, so uh, I keep buying their film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I shoot mostly the Fuji Instax. It's kind of um, kind of my 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 instant of choice. What? Um, Go on, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, and then you know a lot of the uh, I got uh, several of those of uh, the lamography incidents. That's mm-hmm. another. Um, I do a lot of stuff with lamography, so I. Uh, 
have a lot of their cameras. My LCA is uh, bust at the moment. It's got a problem, I think, with the meter. But there's a there's a guy in the UK who fixes all the uh, LCAs for lamography in the UK. So I've got his email address and his phone number, uh, but he doesn't do social media. So I think I've got to ring him up and ask him if I can send me send him my uh, LCA because I really miss not having it. It's a great camera. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Those those little cameras are fun. Mm-hmm. I usually take the triplet. I call them the triplets because I have the the wide, the LCA plus, and then the one twenty. Which Corey, uh, I think you have the one twenty, right? I do. Yeah. 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 So um, I kind of gassed it up when I. It was the LCA one twenty is the first one I got, and then when I went to uh, I met up with the group from Lomography in 2017, I got the gas for everything else. Yeah. The other two cameras. So. Yeah. I'd like um, that. I'd like that 120 like Corey, you, you Mike, and Corey have got. Mm-hmm. Mike Gutterman's son, Andre, he's trying <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> he's trying to get mine for me. He keeps sending me all these, I get these random messages now and again, you know, about, oh, he posted something on Instagram and I replied to him, but I was like, oh, mine's just, I don't even use mine. It's just sitting on the, on my shelf just getting dust, you know, because he said he wanted one and I was, He's like, oh, you know, go, 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 go. So, yeah. Yep. Cool. Does he want to borrow it or does he want to buy it? I don't know what he wants to do. I think he wants me to just be like, here, you can have it, but I'm not going to. So, <laughs> I go through yeah. phases with it. Like, I'll shoot it uh, and then I'll stop mm-hmm. and I'll just, you know, do a hog or something else and just take the batteries out of it and just kind of like walk away from it for a little while, you know, once you kind of like get saturated yeah. with something, you know. So then I'll pick it up, you know, one day and put batteries in it and then it'll be the only thing I carry around for a couple of months until right. you know yeah i'm the same way uh, i haven't i haven't touched it yeah. i haven't touched it in about uh four or five months as far as shooting it and putting the roll through it yeah um, just take the batteries so, out of it <laughs> oh yeah that's, that's what i always do but anyway so cool mm-hmm. well dennis uh you're hanging out back there so let's uh hear a little bit about your Travel to Pinhole, or have you been in Pinhole for a while, you know? Because um, um, I meant to say this a second ago. Sorry, Dennis, but um, Ed, Ed won. Um, he uh, had a great picture of some flags. We'll talk about that in a second. And then uh, you, you got the runner-up spot, Dennis. So um, what's your Pinhole situation? <laughs> um, well, I started photography with back in the 80s, um, shooting – medium format, went to workshops in Maine and found these two old banner cameras, toy cameras. Um, and it got to me doing uh, toy cameras from that point on. I bought a 4x5 a Barber pinhole at that point too and did some of that. And then finally sort of gave up on film and digital for a while and came back to film and pinhole recently with the past couple of years or so doing more of that. Um, so cool. it's been like this kind of like ebb and flow kind of thing from sure. film. And I put in my own dark, my own black and white at one point. Um, and now I'm also developing my own film, color and black and white. And what's some new pinholes, including the a Vermeer um, and a couple of undos. Um, so I've been doing more of that. It's, cool. just, it's, it's been fun. I like it a lot. Do you do much homemade cameras, you know? with No, I haven't. No. no. I, I like to spend money instead and yeah. have it done for me. <laughs> yeah, right. No, hey, that's, a, that's, that's <laughs> it's it's to each your own, you know? I mean, I, I mean some, some guests we've had on, they've never 
purchased a, a you know commercial pinhole camera. They don't they. Um, what was her name? I can't remember her name. She came on. She le- she would leave the house without even having a camera. She would just have paper with her, and she <laughs> would stop and get a, something mm. to drink, a soda can. And then remember, she would just make a camera. She'd find something out walking around, and she'd just turn into a camera, a coffee that, cup, or whatever. That, you know? that was either that was a type that was either Astro Beck. Was it? Was it yeah. Astro Beck? It might, it might have been, been. Becky Rama. Yeah, I think it was. Might have, might have been her. But yeah, she, yeah. So she <laughs> goes out and finds a tin can, and then turns it into a pinhole camera yeah. and makes a picture. <laughs> she said she stopped and got coffee one day and drank her coffee and then washed her coffee cup out and put a pinhole in it and put a piece of paper in it and shot with that for the day. You know, so I mean, Dennis, either way, you've got a you've got a nice um, is it DJS Fine Art Photography? Is that am I looking yes, at it right? That's yeah. the one. It's a nicely laid out little site. You've got pinhole plastic camera, color plastic camera, landscape trees. You you're, oh you're shooting some Polaroid Impossible film. Excellent. Yes. Yes, I I actually just bought the um the twenty dollar L one from B and H recently too, and it works ah, fine. Okay. But it's a little you know it's a little funky, but um, I like it. It's it's. And I also bought the Diana Instax, the Square. Yeah, so I'm shooting that a lot. I like that a lot too. Ben uh, Ben Reynolds here in the UK sent me a link this morning, trying to get me to spend another three hundred and fifty US dollars. Uh, somebody's somebody's made a back for the RB sixty seven. I saw that. Uh, huh. uh, did you see that? Yeah, I know. You're and about. it shoots Instax Square, and it mm-hmm. shoots um, Instax mm-hmm. Mini as well. So the Mini's too I, small for me. I, I like the Square better. Um, I've tried Mini. I have a Lomography Mini, and it's just too small for me. I, I don't like the format. Yeah, um, but the Square is a nice size. Yeah, cool. So well, since we have, uh, since Dennis is talking, Dennis, why don't you tell us about your uh, picture from the um, uh, from, from the Hogan day that we shipped? Because you you were color. There wasn't very many color. I think most people there was a lot of black and white. So I remember there only being a few colors. But um, yours looked like maybe it was. Did you was that a multiple exposure? Um, no, that was a single exposure um, using the lomography. Um, like the um, infrared color film that they have. Oh, uh, that's what it is. Alomachrome? Yeah, the Alomachrome. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. Is that the purple stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I and you just, you just got in real close, didn't you? Yeah. Pretty much, on, pretty much on top of the moving branches. Yes. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. And it was a windy day, so, you know, long exposure. So um, yeah. I wait for the good days, like overcast days and the wind. That's my yeah, perfect Yeah, I have to also because it's so bright where I live during the, it's, you know, if there's no clouds and it's sunny, it's... Not it's very terrible. Moody. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's your that's your infrared day, isn't it? Both of you, really. That's you've true, got yeah. some. You've got some lovely infrared pictures as well, Dennis. Oh, yeah. thanks. Yeah. 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 Cool. So, that's any that. tips? Any tips for listeners on shooting the Loma Chrome purple? Is it? Yeah, Loma Chrome. That was my first effort, and I is just. It, wow. Sorry. Is it Loma Chrome purple? Yeah. Or yeah Loma Chrome. Yeah. Loma purple. Yeah. yeah. Purple, the, yeah. the ISO is like from, I think, 100 to 400, so it's flexible. And I shot it at 200, roughly, and developed it myself. And is that so? It's E6 process, presumably, is it? Uh, C41. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, 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 confu- I'm confused by the chrome in the yeah. name. Yes. Yes. But it is. Uh, yeah, they, C41 they throw people off that way. <laughs> but it's it's I like it a lot. It's. 
it worked for me. Um, you know, I had no idea what's going to happen, and I just tried it, and it came out really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Have you got um, the dreaded reciprocity f- um, figures for that, or is it is it on any of the apps that we I, use? I, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, you just guessed. You used the I force. Just, Did I you just, just use, use the, the force? Exactly. You know, I. Fantastic. Reciprocity just, is a myth. <laughs> <laughs> it is. We don't support it. <laughs> <laughs> I have the um, pinhole app that I that I use for exposure. It has a built-in reciprocity yeah, thing. Nice. That's like, right, do you use, use the, that? Um, oh, God, what is it? The, that's the one I use, yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what, just pray to God? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Please, yeah. please Lord, let this, uh, let this work. Yeah, and, that and, works. Reciprocity is something that Sasquatch pushes, you know, out there in the woods. He's walking around. Cool. It was a close. It was a close call for me. On there's two that I particularly liked. The one with the tree stump, and then it mm. kind of goes. It looks like you're entering another dimension on the left hand side. It's just yeah. so weird. Mm. Yeah. Um, some of those really... might have overlapped too. I mean, I, I did some overlapping with some of those possibly as well. Um, but it was it was a local in the Arboretum in Boston. That's a great place to go, um, and it was you know a nice experience to just try it out. Um, I want to get some of that probe. I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of great shots with it, so I want to try it too. Yeah, I've seen. Any... Yeah, it's worth doing. It looks, it's definitely worth trying out for sure. Have you got yourself any of the? Ortho film for your pinhole camera yet? Come Not on. yet. No. Oh, no. well. Go ahead. Ed. Or you, or you, or you, Dennis. <laughs> or you, Ed. No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not me. The, I, I was taking a look on their website at the. Um, even though we don't believe it, I did have a little look at the reciprocity, and basically, I think you just double it after a, a few seconds. It's fairly consistent from what I could see from memory, so it's nice and easy, you know. Right. If you get once you get into sort of in the seconds, you just keep doubling it, and you're going to be there or thereabouts. I think. Mm-hmm. There's I a few it. folks, a few folks experimenting with it. I've not had any yet. I've shot it in four by five. I I don't do anything for it. I just just go, you know. Mm-hmm. But well, you're such a you're, you're such a rebel, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Ed, tell us a little bit about your shot because looks like you were at uh, uh, Flag, uh, maybe. Was that a memorial or? Yeah, there's some uh, flags that they put out out here at one of the local colleges uh, on the West Coast, uh, right around 9-11 time. And they leave it up for like uh, 30 days, 45 days or something, just uh, just to allow, just a, a way to uh, do a remembrance for the 9-11 attack we had. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do... Basically, it's a, it's a huge assortment of of flags of not just the U.S. flags, but everyone that was um, that was killed in, in those attacks, as representing those countries and so forth. So, um, it's a it's a it's a very uh, they've been doing it for they've been doing it for a while. I've only been there a couple of times, um, and so um, I just figured, you know, the wind was blowing. We, I think, we had a couple of fires already go through. So the, the 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 air was clear, <laughs> um, and on my way home, because I work out in the uh, on the west coast, on the west side of LA, with Santa Monica, where the pier is, and Venice Beach is just a few ten minutes down the street from me, from 
where I work. And um, on my way home, I stopped by there uh, and I decided to pull out the pinhole because it was in my truck. I figured that uh, I was going to shoot it at some point. And, um, and that's another way to hide a camera from the, from the missus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um and yeah and so i just um i wasn't really sure what i was doing i know i was using the pinhole assist app mm-hmm. and um from my understanding of that is uh i could either go whatever the box says as far as uh, exposure times or um you know use the app and i kind of the app was a uh, the app in the box or whatever the uh the instructions or whatever was on the box that as far as timing was pretty, pretty close. So, um, so yeah, I just got the little tripod and the little, uh, this is the uh, remote trigger, the table trigger, table release. Yeah. And just try to find compositions that, um, made sense to me or thought would be cool. Um, and I think I, the one that I submitted was the one that had um, uh, the most data in the image, I guess, if you want to put it that way, because sure. <laughs> all the other ones, um, they look kind of cool, too, but they didn't have, there wasn't much going on there, uh, that at least that I could see. Um, and so, um, yeah, I just submitted that one, and that one I just put it on the floor, and that's just a row of flags there, and I think there was actually somebody coming towards me. Yeah, I can see that. It looks like there might be. I kind of see a person shaped way yeah. off, of like right at the end of the sidewalk or whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it allowed me to add a little bit of the human element to that. Sure. Yeah, I like this. I like this shot. It was it had the most movement of any of the uh, all the pinhole pictures that yeah. were up. You know, as far as just visually well, interesting and catching your eye you know so i think yeah. that's what we, that's what we liked about both wasn't it really because they had some movement and we like we like movement i like a bit of yeah. movement in there and yeah i like yeah. i like sun as well there's a one or two folk i mean there was some Great there ones. wasn't there wasn't hundreds of pictures i think uh mr holgerth said you know we, we need to have a few more next year we may, perhaps need to push it a bit harder yeah um but what the guys that did uh a lot of people were using the Holger Wide, weren't they? The people who, mm-hmm. uh, and a wide range of film as well. Did you notice there's people shooting with? Uh, I'm just looking now. The Shanghai film, yeah. Uh, Neil HP Piper, 5. Neil Piper with his HP5, some Delta, what 400. Yeah. Lomo Purple. Lomo, Lomo Purple. purple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kodak Portrait 160. Uh-huh. So it's good. And Arista. Now is that that's a repackaged film? Is that a? Yeah, that's Bulma Pan. There we go. Uh, you're a foam pan man, Andrew, aren't you? Yeah, in uh, I've not shot any of it yet in uh, 35 mil, but I've shot a four by five quite a lot of that, and mm. I like it lots. Yeah, I've got some Cos- Cosmo photo sitting in my fridge that I bought only because it came with a. It was a pack of. It was about 17 pounds, and it came with 10. Of those Russian stickers, you know, like yeah, <laughs> like men on steps waving flags and stuff, yeah. you know? and, and and it's just the coolest thing. It's really good, and yeah. I've, I'm going to wrap. Go on, mate. Sorry. Oh, oh no, no, go ahead. Sorry, I'm going to wrap it up and give it to myself for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It, it was it was it the three pack of film or something? Yeah, like that? three pack yeah, of film yeah. with the stickers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some guys yeah, I, I noticed. 
There was some. Oh, did you? Yeah, there was some guy saying they ordered it in the states. I couldn't remember who it was. Yeah, I think yeah. myself. I know Konopinski also ordered it as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just to just to help. Hmm. Yeah, so that's cool. what that that's what that is. So, so yeah. someone uh, there's a beautiful tree picture from Dean Lastoria in Vancouver with mm-hmm. Burger 400. Uh, you shot any any you guys use the Burger film in your pinhole cameras? I haven't. Or no, Berger, not Berger, 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 Berger. Yeah, I've shot, I've shot some of the 400, but not in, not in pinhole. How is it? Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it a lot. The only thing I've used as, I guess, exotic or whatever was, um, the Japanese, uh, no, the Japan, Bellamy, Bellamy's, yeah, street, street pan. Street pan. Oh, yeah, I shot it pan. with infrared, though. I put an infrared filter on it because it goes into the inter- infrared spectrum, too. And I shot that in my mm-hmm. pinhole. And it worked good. Yeah. It worked good, actually. The Rolly Retro 400S has an extended infrared spectrum, and you can get that pretty cheaply here, but I guess for you guys it's a bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's... Uh, that's a good film because you can stick a red filter over that and you can start getting some nice effects. Mm. Yeah. Did you see yeah. uh, probably a future guest on the show, Rennie Vonk from uh, uh, the Netherlands? Uh, he submitted a 3D picture. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. No, but, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> tree, tree Dimensional Forest. Very clever name. Tree mm-hmm. di- <laughs> unless it was a spelling mistake. Holger 120 3D. But we need glasses. I can't. It, it's all kind of color shifted, so I need my. I haven't got any specs to look at it from. Yeah. See that? I thought you lived in three D, Andrew. <laughs> I do. Yeah. So cool. good stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, but we just wanted to at least get you guys on and say congratulations because uh, yeah, yeah, we both. You both. Did really you get? Shot. Did you get your prizes? Yeah, they should have already been there. Um. <laughs> I'll yeah. check when I get home. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think it was a, a, a thousand bucks for the for the winner and wow, that's awesome. For the runner-up, yeah. apparently, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, me, Mr. Uh, Holgo, Mr. Holgo will be here. sending that to you, so make sure you <laughs> yeah. keep asking him about it because you know. Yeah, keep keep reminding him. <laughs> I will. Uh, like I was, I was definitely surprised to get that notification from him about being. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It was great. I like that. Uh, I really like that that Lomo stuff. I want to. I'd like to try it sometime. Um, maybe one day I'll get some. So, what what uh, proportion does Pinhole? Uh, let's ask Ed, Ed first. Pinhole, do you think feature in your workflow um, overall? Uh, yeah, it's probably less than less than one percent. Uh, you know, it, it, yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. But, uh, it's okay. Right. Who invited I, I, him? Um, off? <laughs> I, Who picked you yeah, for the winner? <laughs> I know, seriously. Um, Bloody beginner's yeah, luck. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, it, it um, I, I just got that Holga, it was the Holga wide panoramic uh, thing because uh, yeah. it went on sale. And, you know, I, anything that's on sale and film related, I have a. It's really easy just to hit the buy button. So, um, and then it took like a month before I actually brought it out. And then even then, I was confused how to use it. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so, but 
you know, it, it's it's something that I I I think next year I I'd, I'd like to get more into it because I'm into the different kind of um, I guess photographic uh, uh, visuals. I guess mm-hmm. like uh, you know, like I'm into half frame. I've been shooting half frame for the last year consistently uh, through my LCY. Um, and then recently I started using the square mask that I have for the LCY and started to experiment with square from on the 35 millimeter format. Oh my God. Um, good crazy. What is that? 72 shots uh, for the half frame is 72 with 36. Oh I think on the square is a little less. Yeah. But... but Ed's doing the diptychs and triptychs and stuff. And yeah. so yeah. it goes, it, and that's what I do. And it's great. Mm-hmm. I, it I love, you should get yourself yeah. one of those little fixed focus pen EEs. Ed, have you got one of those little pen? I... Yeah, I got the I got the pen EF, which is um, you know I don't have to focus anything. It's just after four and a half feet, it's in focus, and you know, um, and I've been shooting that as well. Um, I'm a little bit on the fence though. While the uh, if I like the uh, the whole um, experience of using that camera versus like my LCY, Mm -hmm. there's just you know there's. For me, it has to go hand in hand. I have to enjoy using the camera as well as enjoy the results. If it's just one, then the, you know, like I like the results that I'm getting out of the EF, but right now the experience of using it and just handling it and that kind of stuff, I I don't have that same feeling as with my LCY. And it just could be because I've had my LCY for a year and a half and I'm used to it and I know, you know, you know, which zone focus to go, you know, to to move and that kind of stuff so i understand the camera uh, a little bit better but... yeah you the uh i just had the lca and, and mm-hmm. i can't remember whether we spoke about this before we started recording or after but i've got to send it away to be fixed but i love using that camera it's so it's so small and tiny fits in your pocket and that that zone focusing is it, you think it would get in the way but actually I, i've never really had a shot that hasn't come out sharp you know right Right. Yeah. Really it, it, I, I've, I've been converted into like a zone focus um, shooter. I, I, I'm starting to prefer that over, you know, manually uh, rotating, even like SLRs. I decided that I don't think I like SLRs anymore because I like my, you know, the zone focusing stuff. And, but if you're out there uh, shooting these skateboards and things like you've got on your, or, or, you know, you're looking at capturing something really quickly and you're walking around with an SLR, in the bright sunshine that you guys have, you know, you can set, you can set, um, say, F sixteen at infinity, mm-hmm. and you've got pretty yeah. much everything in focus, haven't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, even even much. with a hundred hundred ISO film, I, I would yep. think, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, but you know, I like carrying, like I said, five cameras, and I usually even when I go out for a photo walk or whatever, I got a lot of these suckers with me. So, um, you know, try to stay as light as possible. But, much... uh, yeah, but again, go ahead. No, no, don't No, no, I was going to say, but, you know, getting back to the pinhole stuff, um, I, I do think I, I want to give that a try next year and, um, uh, you know, maybe start start something with that. Uh, I just have to find the time. And and I know, you know, I got the Holga, and I know there's all these other ones, uh, some of the group chaps that I'm in, these guys are just popping in with, I think, beyond do mm-hmm. and some of these other wooden mm-hmm. ones and stuff yeah and those are cool i mean those are really nice and i'm the number one guy i or at least i like to think of myself as the a, a pretty gassy dude when it comes to like <laughs> getting gear and stuff so right. <laughs> i mean i could be convinced to 
you know, spend a couple hundred bucks to get a solid, you know, pinhole, which I don't know if there's a difference. I mean, is there really much of a difference between the Holga one that I have versus you know, something? Yeah, you'll, you'll notice one. you'll notice a difference. The Holga's a lot of fun, and I love using it. But you will notice a difference from, for example, one of the French reality so subtle, you know, James Gurin. Uh-huh. He, he makes, you'll, he uses laser cut pinholes and sometimes they're just too sharp you know yeah you can i've got some pictures of a like a fork you know a metal fork on a table mm-hmm. pushed right close up and it seems to be optimized for really close up work and that that shot is just you think it is a lens picture really you know mm-hmm. and so some folks say eh, i don't really like that. i prefer the softer you know that's why i like to make my own pinhole cameras because i like the kind of dreamy uh, ethereal mm-hmm. shots also the zero cameras you'll get a really biting mm-hmm. sharp with those ones uh, you know okay. and really any any of those made ones the guys like vermeer they're all spending a lot of time getting really perfectly made pinholes which are hard to do just you know uh, by yourself at home yeah. and right. you know the the is pretty the Holger's pretty good but there will be a difference do you guys, do either of you guys uh, mess around with regular holders? Uh, you know, just oh, yeah. regular men- meniscus plastic, plastic lens oh, holders? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've had, I have like six holders. Oh, yeah. I used to shoot all the time. Um, I, I still on occasionally do the 120, you know, holders, but I mostly do my new Leica that I bought, an old Leica, and my pinholes. So that's what I'm doing now. Cool. You're like a yeah. like a snob well, now, are you? I never, the had, I never <laughs> had one. I never had one, so I bought a uh, uh, like a three C. I was made nineteen forty six. Oh yeah, yes. And with an old lens, and Zorkies too. I have Zorkies as well. So Russian Zorkies, I love those, and they're not sharp at all. They're like just fun to use because they're like dreamy. Sometimes the lenses don't really, you know, aren't sharp well, at you, all. You probably find with a lot of those older Leicas, I think possibly with the Zorkies as well. You might have a bit of like some things living in your lens, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit. It's part of the whole thing, you know. I can make sure you feed it. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it fed. <laughs> yeah. I like you're using um, you're using that ultra fine extreme. That seems a very popular. We can't. I don't think we can get that over here. Um, well, it's probably Kentmere, or at least that's my. Do you think? My... You think that's what it is? It's oh, a well, rebrand it... of something, definitely. Uh, yeah. But you, they, you have it in 120, don't you? In uh, ultra fine in 120, yeah. yeah. Whereas the Kent, I think the Kent is just available as 35 mil 35. here, which is weird. Mm. Huh. Maybe the 120 yeah. is something else. Mm. Do you guys have like Ilford just pan 100 over there? Yeah, yeah. There was a conversation somewhere. It might have been in one of the podcast chat groups, uh, which I barely look at. But someone was talking about uh, pan 100, and M from Emulsive said it wasn't. Uh, um, readily available in the UK and actually there's a supplier in the UK down in Devon called First Core Photographic and he's been he's been flogging that stuff for years and years and years and he just set, aims it at the student market you know but mm-hmm. a lot of folks say it's really good Pan 100 and Pan 400 hmm. yeah hmm. and some people were sharing I've seen some great results with it cool yeah I've used the uh, the 50 Ilford Pan Fifty. I don't know that. Yeah, there's that one as well. That's yeah, that's that's all part of the same. So that's probably uh, yeah. Well, it's all kind of Kent Mirror Ilford, isn't it? I would think. 
Uh, to some degree, I guess. Yeah, month in basically. Uh, yeah, cool. So nobody really makes any cameras though. So Dennis, do you get into? I mean, um, Ed, yeah, you just d- d- said you just started doing it though, right? With pinholes, so you haven't really got into making anything yet. No, no. I I remember. Um... Uh, my kids used to dance at this dance studio near the house, and one of the ladies that worked at the front desk, she's an old-time photographer, and she did a lot of pinhole back in her college years. And when she found out I shot film, she started talking to me a lot about the stuff that she used to do. And I, and she was talking about making, you know, having like a, back then, having like a little class with the kids and making a pinhole, and I'm just like, well, yeah, I would need to learn how to make a pinhole because I have no idea <laughs> how to right. do this. But, uh, but I thought it would be—I think it would be kind of cool, uh, you know, to figure that out. I'd love to teach my kids, yeah, you know, see if they would like it. But, um, well, I think the very basic thing is is not to worry about it too much. So you get Chinese takeaway, you know, a takeaway carton foil, aluminium foil with a like a paper lid on. Yeah, uh, mm. just cut a little square out. Um, bit of tin, another another piece of tin foil from another takeaway container. Poke a pin through it, you know, just the fine end of a pin. Gaffer tape it all up with some photographic paper in there if you want, or some, you know, sheet film, and go and expose it, and you'll get an image. I guarantee you'll get an image. It it, it may even be sharpish, you know, but you'll you'll record something, and your kids will say, "Wow, you know, yeah. I've made an image with light." And silver. Right. Yeah. And silver. <laughs> Tape it up really good. And what do you say, Andrew? Bob's your uncle? <laughs> Bob's your uncle, yep. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Awesome. awesome so, awesome. Uh, Dennis, then, are you, um, did we ask you if you'd made any pinhole cameras? I've forgotten now. I was so confused in this conversation. Yes, you have, and I have not made any. Okay. Um, right. well, I may your, try it eventually, but. There's your task. Yes. And if you, want to get, if, you want to get, if you want to get really serious about it, you can use, we've spoke, we speak about them often, These there's a few sites out there that give you the calculations. So they say, well, okay, what film are you using? What size pinhole uh, do you need to, for that particular, mm. I won't say focal length, but the distance from the pinhole <laughs> to, the, to the film, you know, you, you put some of those variables in and, it, and it, mm. spe- it spews out the rest of the information that you need. So yeah. you can use it. Yeah. It's has anyone made the 3D pinhole cameras that are online? Mm-hmm. By the, um, someone has plans for 3D, and he makes them. I forget the name. He was on a walk in Boston. Oh, that's uh, Ethan. Yeah. Oh, the camerodactyl guy, right? Oh, no, no, you're thinking oh, about no. Todd. Todd. Uh, Todd, yeah, Todd, yeah, Todd. Yeah. Has anyone bought any of his cameras? Or... Yeah. I haven't, but I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm involved in the, um, the Get Swap project yeah. which is a great international terrapin <coughs> camera thing uh, and so i have i have that i have one of his cameras that i've just um started shooting with and i have one of his box it's, it's called a box turtle it's a four by five like a, a hmm. box in box design you know yeah yeah uh, and that's what that works great i want to check into that i i used that uh it's called a terrapin oscar camera so it's 120 it's much much the same size as uh, the reality so subtle. And I used it for the Git swap project. And then I went and asked Todd to make one for me. Because if you've got a 3D access to a 3D printer, you can download his files mm-hmm. fr- free of charge if you're clever enough to do these things. But uh, what I like about Todd's camera cameras are um, 
is is the shutter really because it's got a, a circular shutter mechanism you just stick your finger in a in a little slot <laughs> and you move it round and move it back hmm. and it's and there's no hmm. movement on the camera at all it's one of the you know it's one of the, it's i think it's one of the best shutter designs you know for minimizing movement you can't use a cable release a shutter release that's the only thing but you don't really need to yeah. you know much the same with reality cameras you don't really need to uh, mm-hmm. And indeed, the new ondus, the new latest ondus, have gone to that sort of magnetic sliding shutter, mm-hmm. as opposed to the flippy up shutter. Yeah, I had an ondu. It's just it moves sometimes. The older versions of the ondus, shutter moves. It's yeah. Too much movement on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, when they when the first version of the ondu, they copied the same shutter as like on the zero mm-hmm. camera, you know, the little up and down semaphore shutter. Mm-hmm. But now they've moved over to the sort of... No, mine shutter. moves left to right on my Zero. Well, I yeah. guess they used to go up and down, didn't they? Ah, uh, it does move left to right, but also you can fix the cable release to it, can't you? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that flips it. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. And then and then it flips up and down, mm. so either way. Yeah. Is there a, is there a particular company you guys recommend for, for um, pinholes, like Ondu or some of these other ones, or are they I... all... I really don't think. I mean, you're not going. You can't go wrong with either one of them. My no. only suggestion would be just to look at the shape of the camera. Like if you're going to be doing like what you do, Ed, and you're going to be out doing like street photography, so you need something that's going to fit in a bag and be able to get in and out easily. You know, yeah. James, uh, the reality is those subtle cameras that he makes, they don't have. There's nothing really to, for the shutter mechanism to get caught or anything. So that's a good camera if you just want to put it in a bag and pull it out from time to time. You don't want to have to worry about the shutter release getting open, you know? Yeah. I mean, that that's about the only thing. I mean, they're, they're pretty close. To, I mean, you're going to get close to the same results from everything, you know? The Zeros are, are nice if you want to be able to... They just have a little bit more aesthetically pleasing looking, you know, the with the stained wood, you know? So, I mean, that's... I think it depends as well how you're going to use it. If you're going to use yeah, it, that's, uh, if you're going to use it just in a fairly, and I don't mean this derogatory in a sort of casual way, like in a lomography way, you know what I mean when I'm saying that? Yeah. Then, then any of those fixed pinholes, center fixed pinhole ones, like the reality, like the Terrapin, uh, like the, like the Ondu, uh, are great. If you, if you wanted to be considerate and use it almost like a four five camera, then you can get, the Ondu does these ones with pinholes in different positions, as does reality. So you can have, mm-hmm. you can place your, you can level the camera up on a tripod if you want to, and then you by using the um, uh, the upper pinhole or the lower pinhole, you can move the horizon up and down so it's not bang in the middle. Yeah. Oh. But if you're just yeah. going to shoot, if you're just going to shoot, you know, randomly and place it down in in strange places, and you're not worried about <laughs> things being distorted, mm-hmm. then don't worry about. It. A camera with multiple pinholes. Yeah. yeah. But if you yeah. want to be yeah. considerate and arty, you know, yeah. then you've got the option of pinholes in different places. Because yeah. if you take one of those reality cameras with a single pinhole in the middle and you level it up on a tripod and you're t- doing a landscape, your horizon will be bang in the middle. Now, you may not, you may not want that. You may, or you may want to make a feature out of it. We've yeah. had some great uh, guests on here who use single pinhole cameras. And they make a virtue of the fact that the horizon goes right through the middle and they come up with these compositions, particularly with people, where they're bang in the middle of the camera and you're almost forming a cross, you know, like a crucifix. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it's very visually arresting. Yeah. It can be done really well. So it depends, you know, if yeah. you 
Okay. So I, probably for the sort of work you're doing, uh, Ed, in particular, yeah, one of the realities so yeah. subtle. And, the, and those realities cameras. are. Um... I'd go for the one with single pinhole, wouldn't you? Though, um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Curry. I don't even think you can get one with a single pinhole now, can you? I think they're all. Yeah, isn't it the F? No, no, it's the six. Oh yeah, well, if you want to use filters, but if you don't want to use filters, uh, and you just want a basic camera, get the normal, um, the regular one with the rise because it's a little bit narrower. It's a little bit, just a little bit smaller. And those things are bombproof, just about, man. I mean, I've dropped mine in sand. I've had them out in the rain. You know what I mean? It's like uh, it's, mm. they're just – I've just beat mine all the hell, and it still works. You know what I mean? That's the good thing about it. There's no shutters or batteries or, you know, nothing fancy going on with them. You can – they take a they take a major, a major, major, major kicking and keep going, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I think it would be fun to, um, you know, just shoot – with the pinhole, the stuff I normally do, and just see how much how different it will look. Because right. that's you know I've noticed that some of the things that I that I do whenever I get a new format that I'm working with, or uh, you know like half frame or square or whatever, I go back to the same places where I've shot, you know, normally either with digital or just uh, 35 millimeter or, or 120, and then just try to shoot it uh, the same way, but just to see what the results look like. And most of the time, it's completely different. Like when I shot half frame at the skate park, um, the sequences that I made of triptychs and you know, four shots or whatever, you know, I, I couldn't do that with just a normal camera. And so I, you know, right. thinking this whole pinhole thing. Again. <laughs> so, thank you, you for the gas. Yeah. <laughs> and would, you want to, would you want to consider the angle of view as well from a, like a, Mm. wider wider angle too you got to get close yeah with any Something of those a wider angle yeah with any of those pinholes i mean you don't have to get close but i i would suggest getting as close as you feel yeah. comfortable you know see i've got um i uh, it, sometimes i like a less wide angle pinhole and they're hard to find unless you make one i i have the the harman Titan four by four by five, which Curry has as well. Mm-hmm. But I've have you got the longer cone? I can't remember now. I've got the no. Uh, I, only, I've got, I only have the wide one. I've got the hundred and ten millimeter cone, no. which is which is it comes as standard with the seventy two, doesn't it? That's then it goes I, have. To, I have the seventy two. Yeah, yeah, so I that that that's that's pretty wide on that camera, uh, and then I've got the next one up. So you get it, and I'm surprised how tight you know it is. It's very different from any other pinhole camera I've got. So it's you know it. It, I've got to really find a, a use for it, but that, that you know, because I'm so used to this ultra wide angle of view that you get with all these cameras that we're talking about. It. I'm now having to readjust my pinhole hmm. brain for something which has got a more normal angle of view from what you're used to, you know, with yeah. a 35 millimeter normal lens. Do either of you guys hmm. do any four by five or larger format photography? No, or just 35 and 120 basically. Yeah, 35 120 for me. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, Dustin Cogsdale, he's getting into 4x5, or he's been into and he's talking about it more, and I'm trying to resist the, the gas. So this pinhole <laughs> this pinhole segue here would, would completely uh, keep me on the 120 or 35-millimeter or track. You can shoot a pinhole with a 120 camera. You just That's fine. I've got a intrepid pinhole. You can just shove it on the front of you. Hmm. Four by five, then you can do both. Uh, yeah. I think I think you should go and buy a four by five camera. <laughs> yeah, you should. But 
Well, you know, um, my my local lab is is developing four by five black and white for three dollars. Yeah. yeah, well, you can. You, it's easy to do at home. You can get yourself one of those Stearman. They're made in the UK, uh, USA. Stearman Press uh, SP four four five tanks for less than a hundred bucks, I guess. Uh, I bought an insert for the Patterson that fits the four by five. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yep. It's, yeah, or well, yeah. even better than that, if you shoot the Ilford, um, um, what was it? What's the info that just came out? The ortho. 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 Uh-huh. You can develop that underneath a red light and just four by five trays. You don't even have to use a crazy. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yep. You yeah. can't do any of that. You I think you need, a, you, you need to just make sure you're not too close to the safe light because it does really that ortho film takes a, there's a, one of the Kodak numbers. I want to say it's Kodak number two or six or something, but it's very deep red. So what I've yeah. done is I put a lower wattage bulb it yeah. did have a 15 watt bulb i've now put a 10 in just to lower the brightness of it a bit i know, stand behind my i mean like i put i stand yeah put your my, body shadow yeah, yeah, yeah i do that too yeah just in case because mm-hmm. you, you're going to be exposing it for a while and nothing's really there's no such thing as a safe light not really only safe for a man you know a certain amount of time hmm. guys i'm gonna words have to go of, i'm gonna have to go from andrew barton <laughs> yeah well that's my departing words of wisdom because i'm gonna have to shoot guys and uh okay uh, um if I press finish recording, I don't cut you all off, do I? I just cut me off. Um, for your sake, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ed and, Bye, Ed, and, Ed and Dennis, it's been lovely catching up with you. Same and, here. Uh, thank Same you so here. much. Thank you so much for joining us. I'll leave you in the capable hands of uh, Corey Cannon to we'll see finish what he off. Does. Yeah. Okay. Don't Bye, talk Andrew. about. Don't talk about me. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 So Andrew left. Let's talk about Andrew. Now that he's gone, jeez. <laughs> Chatty Kathy over here. He talks so much. He, uh, no, I'm just he wanted to get his words in before he left. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> he does a good job. I might, I might maybe give him a raise one day. I don't know. We'll have to there see. You go. He gets paid for this. He gets paid. All right. Yeah, and pay him. I pay him no mind. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So you guys definitely are going to. Keep on doing pinhole stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, it seems oh, like, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Definitely I think so. Awesome. And, I'll, and I'll probably hit you up if I have questions. <laughs> yeah, feel free. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I still, um, one, the guy that I started the, the show with, Mark, he, uh, he moved to Hawaii and I've been trying forever to get him into doing developing at home. Um, and he's finally getting, he's finally started doing it. Um, and he's been, Text me and ask me, how do you, you know, what's, what's your solution for this? You know, like, work up for this, you know, and he's getting sweaty hands in the bag, you know, and he's like, I had to put it, I had to stop because it wasn't working, you know, I was like, got to make sure your reels are dry, you know, so, uh, so yeah, anytime, feel free, feel free to, uh, to contact me and, uh, I'll direct you guys to, uh, Andrew and we'll have to aggravate Andrew. <laughs> yeah, but, so yeah, so let's, uh, on that note, uh, congratulations to both of you. Um, you guys did a great job. Thanks. Thank um, you. And next year, we will do it again. And if anybody wants to check out um, all of the Holga Week, the 2019 Holga Week entries for the street, nature, portrait, pinhole, uh, if you go to holgaweek.com, uh, you can scroll through them at your own at your own leisure and check out what everybody was doing. I really like the... Uh, I really like the street. I think, is that what I picked? Is that what I'm looking at? Uh, let's see. Yeah, the street. 
division um, or category, I guess it's should say division. There's a lot of really good pitchers in there. Like, I was impressed with everything. That yeah. Was I mean, there's, there's good groups. There's, there's a lot Definitely. of stuff. Um, a lot of stuff. And the portraits are pretty nice, too. Uh, Bill, um, which he does, I think, doesn't he do the Studio C41? Bill Manning? Uh, Bill Manning, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. okay. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He, he actually broke out his, his uh, lights and it's like he maybe even metered and like got a proper, yeah. you know, portrait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those are those are great. They don't even look like a... And then, oh yeah, and then he used the Ilford XP2 Super 400 in black and white. Uh, that's a great... I like that one better than I like the color ones, actually. But I like black and white better than color. Yeah, I'm partial to that, too, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I like that um, Manhattan photograph that was like multi-exposure type thing that I saw. That was really nice. In the street? Yeah, I think it was the street of Pinhole. Which one was it? It was a Manhattan image. Times Square? Yeah, 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 exactly. Was that street or was that Pinhole? Uh, That was street. That was street, okay. I like that a lot. That was really good. Yeah, it's it's almost too busy, but until you like let your eyes calm down and look at it for a second, then you can kind of oh, you see all the people and yeah, and all the buildings. Yeah, I'm trying cool to thing. remember, there was a guy that I was following on Twitter last year who was doing a lot of street pinhole. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he was using a four by four. Maybe it was one. I'm trying to remember his name, but uh, he was doing some amazing stuff. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember who that was. There's so many. There's so much. There's so much stuff going on that it's. uh, Mm. I'm not going to say impossible to keep up, but takes a lot of time. You know. Mm. It does. does. And then, and then in the uh, in the pinhole division, we have um, a beautiful portrait of Mr. Neil Piper (laughs) and his commutes. So yeah. Uh, this is another shot I really like too by Bill. Uh, I'm gonna say if I say your last name wrong, Bill, I, I apologize. But Bill Tho, Tho. Oh yeah, uh, Bill Tho. Yeah, in, uh, Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the with the sun through the window. And I don't know what kind of that plant looks like uh, a stick plant. Do you guys know what a stick plant is? No. No. Uh, it's kind of like a succulent, but it looks like a humongous one. Might be right outside his. Win- windows so bill if you for listening to this uh let me know what kind of plant that is because it looks cool <laughs> oh, pencil, oh yeah pencil plant i'm sorry my wife just corrected pencil me plant. pencil plant oh yeah i'm not sure what that is yeah yeah he, he had two really good pictures with uh one of them is the um uh sydney i guess it's the sydney bridge near the opera house i'm assuming uh-huh. uh with the sun Coming across the back of it behind it. And it's cool. Hmm. So do you, any, either of you guys do handheld pinhole or mono, monopod pinhole without a tripod? I don't, I don't use, um, I, I have a, I have a regular size tripod and then I have a little tiny one that folds yeah. up in my pocket, you know? Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I don't know. I use it. I use it some, I don't use it. And then if I'm going out and like walking around and I'm by myself, I might bring one. But if mm. I'm out with, you know, my wife and the kids, 
I normally just put it wherever I can mm-hmm. find to set it down. Yeah. But you got to watch out if you're used to reality because it looks like a little black box. And people get nervous. You know, like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. going to ticking. It's not going <laughs> to. I've had some. Uh, some... Uh. Every time I've ever taken it and set it up and, de- and done pictures, you know, I've always had somebody walk up to me kind of apprehensively sideways. Like, what is that? You know, it's just a camera. Don't worry. You know, then you, so you should paint it a different color. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe paint it so it looks like it has red and yellow flames coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is not a bomb. I'm gonna stencil. This is thing. not a bomb. Put some stickers on it or something. Yeah. 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 Smile, <laughs> smile. This is not Smiley a face. bomb. Smiley face. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Well, um, if you want to, uh, we normally will let everybody who comes on uh, let everybody know where they can track you down and check out. Uh, your photography, where they where they can find you at, Dennis, if you want to you want to go. Oh, sure. It's mostly Instagram. It's um, D N J E S two, um, and that's that's who I am. Then just two. Cool. Um, and then your DJ's fine art photography. Yeah, that's yeah. your website. Yeah, the website is DJS Fine Art Photography. DJ's, um, yeah. Cool. So that's that, and yeah. Oh, so definitely check him out on Instagram. And I'm gonna follow Ed too because he just yeah. followed me on Instagram. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm gonna do that when I get Net- off here. We're networking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like exactly. being on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And Ed, yeah. you, uh, you are a co-host. I get you're you are a host for um, the Granny Days podcast, the Granny Days podcast, and the Ultra and- Low ISO Club. I yeah. Club, yep. hmm. Cool. Yeah. And I'll I'll put there. links to all those uh in the show notes if anybody wants to to check them out. Uh you can yep. track them down and, and have cool. a listen. Yeah. Awesome. And and Ed, you're on Instagram at um Edward Edward Conde underscore. Underscore. Yep. Yeah. And and that what's your website? Um well it's um uh, it's not really up to date. Yeah, that's but okay. it's uh it's uh Edward Conde. But the uh, the dot is between the N and the D. D, yeah. It's a it's a German um, it's a German domain. Okay. But you. it basically it would spell out my whole name. So right. Uh, a buddy, yeah. Of, uh, yeah, a buddy of mine told me to just get a German one because of that reason. Uh-huh. Like, oh, wow. that's pretty cool. That there you cool. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. So that's kind of like a kind of like a, a more like a blog, is it? Yeah, maybe. It, yeah, it's more of a blog. You know, um, when I started back. In 2011, I started shooting digital and stuff. I was, um, I was all into just post processing on the iPad. I've never, I, I never bought into the whole Photoshop stuff. So, I just did everything on the iPad. And so, my blog at that time was just, you know, how to get, how to use an iPad for, for photography and, and that kind of stuff. So, um, I had all kinds of like. Oh, you could do this now. You could do this as the oh, uh, you know, iOS updated. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when I start moving over to film, I start using the iPad less. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started. I thought, well, let me just rebrand it as more of a film and with some digital sprinkled in. Um, but now it's kind of you know just more of a placeholder like. 
for links for my, you know, the first one you'll see would be for layover. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I got to put the one in there for half frame and stuff like that. But cool. um, I, I got to, I think at some point I got to figure out, uh, you know, it, it, just continue it the same way and then just update it, you know, once a year or whatever, mm -hmm. or, or actually actively do something with it. Put energy into it. Yeah, mm -hmm. put some energy into it. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, cool. Well, either way, I'll put I'll throw yeah. a link up for that too, so anybody can check it out and and uh, look yeah. at what Ed's doing. Yeah, thank cool. you. Cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. So, um, like I said, if you want to check out all the entries uh, in the whole um, Holga Week gallery, you can check that out. Just go to holgaweek.com, uh, and he's on Instagram at uh, Holga Week, I believe, too, Mister Holga. So I'll put mm -hmm. links yeah. for that uh, mm -hmm. in the show notes. Um, so thanks guys for coming and talking and hanging out. Oh, thanks uh, for nice inviting nice us. Talking to you. It's nice to, great. to sonically meet you. Uh, <laughs> the voice of that represents you. Maybe one day we'll actually get to go take some pictures and drink a beer or something. But um, there you go. Awesome. Cool. All right. So uh, thanks for coming and we'll talk to everybody later. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Gets a little anarchic, um, <laughs> you know. So, well, you're you're the podcast captain, Curry. Me, I'm, keep, I'm the keepers. I'm the keep host. us in order. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're in trouble. I'm generally quiet, so. <laughs> and, yeah, me too. I'll just me hang too. out in the back and have Is you guys Dennis? talk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I gotta I yeah. gotta memorize you guys' voices. Yeah. So this. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. This is show number 79, and this week's guest is Heather Palasek. Heather comes to talk with us about her many projects. Uh, she's a teacher uh, and has a lot of fun with pinot photography.